Life Audio. Coming up on Encouragement for You, Missions Authority Steve Saint on When Life Isn't Fair, and the late Dr. Robert Crummy on Cultivating a Spirit of Thankfulness. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. times have you heard someone complain, that's just not fair. There are many things that happen to us in life that are not fair, but we still have to deal with them. And Steve Saint dips into a variety of his own circumstances to talk about how to handle life when it isn't fair. Now, Steve, we're going to talk about life being unfair. And and you have some personal experience with this. Uh, you saw uh, or heard or got the news that your father had been speared to death by Indians that he had gone to take the gospel to. So uh, I would think that this is a subject that you've had to wrestle with a time or two. Oh, yeah. And, Don, you know, I I think there was a time when I can remember coming to the realization that even even if you mind your P's and Q's and cross all your T's and dot all your I's, Life is a painful process, and I remember just being terribly disillusioned by that feeling some pain that I just, I didn't know if I could live through. And um, you know what I've found over a long period of time, that life is full of pain. It is a painful process, but I have lived long enough now to realize that oftentimes pain is the evidence that we're growing and that we're maturing. You know, I have a friend who was in a motorcycle accident. He's a pilot friend. In fact, he helped take care of the plane when we were when I was flying in the uh, end of the spear down in Panama. But mm. he was in a motorcycle accident, ran into a tree and hit it so hard that uh, as his one as his right arm swung around the tree that it pulled all of his nerve endings mm. out of his spinal cord mm. and uh but otherwise, his arm was just fine. It's just that without any nerves, he couldn't use it. I had no use and, of it, yeah. And he said, you know, after a couple of years, he just he went to the hospital and he said, cut it off. He said, this thing is it's just 
a pain, wow. in quotes. Yeah. The big thing was that he couldn't feel any pain anymore. Um, mm. So he was getting cuts and he was getting burns, and the thing was just there. It was useless because yeah. he couldn't feel anything. And um, I thought, you know, really, if we if we take a look at life, at this temporal life in light of eternity, I've come to the point where I still don't like pain, but I realize mm. that in times of pain, that's the only time where you can be absolutely yeah. sure that if you're if your attitude is right and you have an eternal perspective, that's the time that you grow. And and people would be tempted to say, where is God in all of this? And is God good? How do we respond to that? You know, I think Aunt Betty Elliot had a good response. She she just, I think probably in some exasperation when somebody was asking questions like that, she said, you know, let's just let God be God. I mean, what do you say to the the owner of a business? I remember one of our company's employees years ago said, making a suggestion to me, and I said, no, I think I think we're better off to keep going the way we're we're going. And he said, well, it's your business, you know. And 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 in business, we recognize that. I mean, this this man wouldn't have told me if he didn't think it was a good suggestion. And sure. uh, you know, when he said it's your business, it made me think, hey, it is my business. You know, I better I better reconsider this. But you know, if if God is the creator, if he is the owner of everything, the creator yeah. of everything, then I think our reaction to what God sees fit to do should be basically that. It should be... It's your business, God. Yeah. yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. it's your business. If you want to do yeah. it that way, okay with me. You know, isn't that isn't that what Job, what yeah. God told Job? And, and Job had suffered incredibly. I mean, God was yeah. using Job as an example, and finally, Job questioned God, and God said, Job, let me ask you a few questions. You know, where were you when I created the yeah. worlds? Where were you when I hung the stars in the sky? Where were you? And and, and basically said, Job, no, 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 no. I'm God. You watch and, and learn here. And, and Job really did learn. He's, you know, he's a hero of faith to me when he said, what, shall we accept blessings from the hand of God and not adversity also? You know, I've realized adversity is where we is where we grow. And those people that I look up to most are not those people who have just gone sailing through life and never had any difficulties. It's the people who've had difficulties and faced it. And really, eternity is the big changer. It's the big yeah. equalizer. Yeah. If eternity exists then he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep here to yeah. gain what he cannot lose. As there. I recall, that was stated by uh, Betty, your Aunt Betty Elliot's husband, Jim Elliot. That's right. Very strong statement. And Job's powerful statement of Job thirteen fifteen: though he slay me, yet will I trust him. If he, said, he goes to the extreme extent and takes my life, I'll still trust yeah, he him. He said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the yeah. Lord. You know, this this friend in the housing business uh, that I was just talking to, and I was saying, boy, I bet, I bet things are really tough for you. He said, uh, yeah, on the business front, things are tough. But he said, think of how many more people here are going to start going back to church. And I yeah. thought, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. I, but Remember I've September the 11th? Countries. Yeah. Remember September the 11th in this country? Yeah. The people whose hearts were moved 
It was short-lived, but it did make a difference in people's lives. And and perhaps this economic meltdown and these things will have that same kind of impact here. Um, I was talking with a friend of mine who's really come to the experience of trusting God literally for daily bread. He had to pawn some of their family valuables to be able to have food. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, I've, I've learned how to be abased. And he says, God may put me in a situation where I will be super abounding, but he said, whatever. He said, the one thing I've learned from this is to, to basically trust God and to wait on him. And he said, that's the only place we need to be. Reginald is listening in North Carolina. Reginald, welcome to the program. I'm about to go at this with a basically introverted way. I, uh, I'm, I'm blessed by the Lord. And I realize that, you know, just, just for life in my lungs, you know, but, uh, I have a cousin that has my inheritance. My inheritance was taken away from me. My grandmother uh, allotted me a large sum of money. And my cousin, uh, they had me institutionalized uh, for about 15 or 16 years. Yeah. And uh, I'm just now coming back to the area. And uh, now I'm being forced to leave again, you know, just, just to keep the family together, you know. Mm. And, uh, but like I said, God is still good. You know, I'm still alive and healthy. Well, Steve, it's encouraging to hear from somebody who can say, I'm losing big time in the financial arena, but I've gained the perspective on God, and and, and he's being good to me. Amen. You know, if we, could see, if we could see life from somebody, from God's perspective, you heard about the story about the uh, man whose wife died, and in desperation to be able to keep his family together, he sold everything he had and bought a horse so he could pull wagons and... And then his horse ran away, and everybody said, oh, what a tragedy. And he said, well, how do we know? It might be a blessing. And people said, what? Your horse, Amen. everything that you own just ran away. And then <laughs> and then the horse came back about a week Amen. later, and trailing it were uh, about 15 other wild horses. And so then people said, man, how did you know this was a blessing? He said, well, it might be a blessing, might be a tragedy. And then his son was breaking these new horses and he was thrown and his foot was Amen. terribly crushed his yeah. leg so he he really couldn't function and people said oh what a tragedy and the father Amen. said maybe it's a tragedy maybe it's a blessing people said what your son just had his leg shattered and then the war started Amen. all the young men were called away to war and none of them from that village came back mm. but his son wasn't able to go to war and people said oh what a blessing Amen. not a tragedy and he said well we don't know. And, you know, I think you could carry that story on. Sometimes yeah. those things that seem the most painful in life turn out to be the greatest blessings. It seems like I remember a, a book title. Dr. Robert Leitner was one of my professors at Dallas Seminary. And Amen. it's called uh, Triumph Through Tragedy. And uh, tells about the tragedy of, of a plane crash that he was involved in. And uh, uh, again, those things that look so devastating in our lives. Amen. The Apostle Paul talked about his thorn in the flesh and how God Amen. used that to strengthen <laughs> his keep character. Humble. Keep him humble. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the, the Bible says that Jesus was perfected as the author of our salvation through suffering. Yeah. Amen. Um, but, but. Reginald, nevertheless, it is painful, and uh, especially when we're betrayed. Um, Amen. That passage in Hebrews was the exact passage, my friend, that I told you about that had to pawn Hebrews, a what number chapter? of his things. What book and what? That's Hebrews? in Hebrews about the 10th chapter. Is that right? Okay. No, so maybe a little before that. But okay. look in the book of Hebrews. I'll read the whole book of Hebrews. That's great. Let us give thanks and pray for you, Reginald. Yes, sir. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord, for this dear brother. Lord, he's lost an inheritance, but Lord, he's rejoicing in you. And like the yes, Apostle Lord. Paul, he's learned in whatever state he yes, is Lord. to be content, to abound or to be abased. Yes, Father, strengthen him, provide for his needs, yes. encourage his heart. And we yes, thank you Lord. that his testimony may be of encouragement yes. and cheer to others as well. We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the worshipchannel.org. When life isn't fair, we often find it hard to be thankful. Yet according to the late Dr. Robert Crummy, thankfulness is the key to handling those hard times. Robert and host Don Hawkins discuss cultivating a spirit of thankfulness in our next segment. Robert, one of the things that stands out to me about uh, thankfulness is the fact that thankfulness is commanded. We are instructed, we are commanded to give thanks to the Lord. It's not really an option, is it? It really isn't, um, Don, and, you know, I think it's an attitude of gratitude that God wants us to have. Yeah, comes down to that attitude, and, and it really uh, is one of those things that, that God instructs us to uh, uh, make as a, a part of our attitude, part of our character, to put it into our hearts, to make it a holy a habit to uh, follow that. You know, I think about First Thessalonians chapter 5. It says, in everything, give thanks. For this, and the this I think refers back, at least as I understand it, to the phrase, in everything give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Uh, is that how you see that verse? I agree. I think the antecedent there is giving thanks. And, and you're right, it's in that imperative mood. It's a command. It's something that we are disobedient when we don't do. And I don't have a Greek text here, but I think, as I recall, it is a present tense. It's something that's to characterize our lives. It's not just a one-shot proposition. I agree with that. So, I agree with that. Uh, Robert, let me just put you on the spot and ask you what are uh, the three or four things that you are most thankful for? Well, one, I'm, I, I'm very thankful, Don, for a relationship with God that is yeah. unconditional. You know, I think of the passage in Romans where it says that no nothing can separate me from the love of God. Yeah. You know, and I think of the other passages relating to our eternal security in Christ, um, where Jesus himself says that no man can pluck us out of his hand, including myself. Yeah. To have a relationship that's unchanging, that um, is eternally secure, I'm so thankful for that. You know, as I think about all the things that I'm thankful for, and there are an awful lot of things, I have to say that I I need to start and always begin and end with the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done for me. Uh, we have a, a painting on the wall here of the cross. It's a very simple painting. It doesn't have a lot of detail, but it's just a reminder that the cross is central to everything that we have, everything that we are, everything that we do, and it all comes back to that relationship that Jesus Christ made possible because he suffered in our place and rose again from the dead. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm amazed at how um, sometimes we got to be stirred up to, to give thanks, and we have to um, be invited to give thanks to the Lord, and, yeah. and we really shouldn't have to. As, as good as he's been to us and 
as wonderful and kind as he's been to us. Um, uh, you know, I'm thinking of Psalm 95, where the psalmist said, Oh, come, let us sing yeah. to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. It, you know, the invitation is extended, but it really shouldn't have to be because of yeah. Um, how good God has been to us. Yeah, there's no question about that, that uh, that we should give thanks. You know, I think about those 10 lepers that Jesus healed, and, and you recall that nine of them did not come back to say thank you to the Lord. Only one of the 10 came back. That was a Samaritan guy, was not even of the same nationality that Jesus came from. And yet when Jesus healed him, he came back and expressed his thanks to the Lord. Uh, that's the example we need to follow, don't you think? I agree. I agree. I want to just mention something, too, at this point. Uh, It may be that some of you listening have not come to the place in your life where you have personally trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. There is nothing that would bring us more joy and more delight than to be able to share with you from God's Word how you can experience everlasting life and hope and peace and joy in Jesus Christ. Bible makes it clear that we've all sinned and come short of God's glory, and the penalty for sin is death. But the good news is Jesus Christ paid that penalty when he died on the cross. Romans 5, 8 says God demonstrated his love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And the fact that he rose again from the dead declared the effectiveness of his death on the cross in full payment for our sins. And you can express your trust to him in prayer like this. You can simply express Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me and rose again, and I thank you that I can place my trust in you, and I do trust you as my Savior, and I thank you for saving me. We'll talk to Becky. She's listening in Pennsylvania. Hi, Becky. Hi. Thanks for calling us. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. I am very thankful for God during sickness, and um, in March, I was diagnosed with cancer, Hmm. and I had surgery in July and got through that. There's no more cancer. Mm, Went through radiation, but two weeks after I got home from the hospital, not even two weeks after I got home from the hospital, I ended up back in the hospital because I I got MRSA, MRSA, the Mm, really bad disease. I got that while I was at Cleveland Clinic with the hospital, with the surgery. Wow. Mm. And so I ended up back in the hospital. I was in the hospital for two weeks nursing home for seven weeks, and mm, yeah. I got all better. I mean, it, it was getting all better and everything. I was able to go back to work last week, and I am so thankful that God has been with me through it all. But then it, it, the MRSA came back, and um, so I'm asking for prayer that I can just get rid of this stuff Yeah, because I really have to work. Well, and we really need to pray for you about that. Uh, Robert Crummy and I, neither one of us are medical docs, right, Robert? That's right. But we understand we're talking about something serious that demands both prayer and good medical care. And I'm sure, Becky, that if you've been working through the Cleveland Clinic and the folks there, I'm sure that you are being very careful about getting good medical care. I'm making sure that my medical treatment is Well, one of the neat things here is that we have uh, literally thousands and thousands of people across America will pray for those who call in their request. And we want to pause and and pray for you. And I'm going to lead us in prayer for you. But uh, before I do so, Robert, do you have some words of encouragement to offer Becky with uh, the relapse that she's going through? Yeah, you know, Becky, just remember that, you know, if God um, has done it before, he can do it again. Oh, yeah, I definitely know that. I know that he is the reason that I'm still alive. I know that. 
and I know that he's going to stay with me and that it's it's going to get better. I just I just really need prayer right now. Well, you're going to get it, and we're going to all be praying for you. Heavenly Father, thank you that you understand what Becky is going through. Uh, Lord, with this uh, MRSA, Lord, we just pray that you will somehow strengthen her and rid her body of this disease. May she, Lord, find her strength renewed. And we give you the thanks, Lord, for the fact that you can provide in that way. We just uh, commit her to you and to your care. Remind us to pray for her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and thank you. Thank you, Becky. Appreciate your call. Bye-bye. And we now have Michael with us from Jacksonville, Florida. Hello, Michael. Hey, how are you? Good. Glad you're on with us. Go ahead. Yeah, I would just like to uh, call to uh, just thank God because, as you guys were saying prior, uh, how that it is an innate thing for any creature that has been created by God to give praise. And whether it be the good, the bad, the better, the sweet, or the ugly, it's just the consistency of God's preserving grace and power that enables us on the hard times of life. You know, especially I'm a father of two and have a wife, and I thank God just for protecting my two daughters throughout these difficult days with different uh, things going about in this world, and the daughters and kids being abducted and just so much. And so I just want to do give the time out. And even as I was hearing over the radio with the sister having that problem, you know, I think about uh, Hebrews 11 and 32 through 35, and it talks yeah. about how that God gives us faith to go through and come out. Yeah, And it's the same faith. One, God strengthens us to endure as well as strengthens us to go through it. You know, not everybody will be, as the Scripture declared, miraculously healed, but yeah. whatever this condition or state, God gives you the faith to stand the test yeah. so that you can be the praise and glory of God. And so I thank God for that. That is so well put, Michael, and it reminds me of what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12. Because his strength was made perfect in weakness, Paul said, I therefore gladly rejoice in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and lifeaudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers, production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. 
and even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com.